Welcome to On Tuesdays We Co-Work, where I am co-working my way around London with my partner in crime, Home Slice, Boss Bay. I think we get it, can we crack on? <laughs> Hello guys, um, yeah so today we worked from Farm Girl, um, might some of you know about the place as there is the same company um, which is in Notting Hill. They're very popular where you can never get a seat, very Instagramable place. Yeah. But this one is in Chelsea, slightly bigger venue, yeah. more seatings. Is it bigger? Just quieter. Maybe it's a quieter, different layout. Different layout. More cosy, I think. Mm. More, not as farmy, more girly. Yeah. <laughs> more girl, less farm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um. So we've uh, worked there all morning. Yeah today and now we're back and tell you what we thought Mm. (laughs) (laughs) well beautiful venue um but i'm just gonna go straight out of it we always can't finish on a positive start with my beef um which is ironic because i think it's a mostly vegan place (laughs) anyways um yeah it's just a bit i think that they that they weren't really aware that Anko is a thing. Yep. And so when I got there, I just started to walk in because I thought it was like a coffee shop and then she wanted to seat me. So she sat me down and then I, and on a small table, mm. uh, and then I was thinking, oh, when you get here, it's going to be a bit tight. So then when you got here, um, we were just going to move to, there was a nice bit at the back, which is more loungy yes. with a nice sunlight. And we we're just going to move there. But I already had a feeling that we'd have to ask first. So, so you, we sort of yeah. said, oh, can we move? And they said, oh no, that bit gets busy for lunch or something. Yeah. So basically it was a bit like when we spoke about Londrina and we said, oh, it wasn't like we're on a Groupon or a voucher. It was like we're VIPs. I'm going to be honest and say this was more like the opposite. Yeah. And I'd already ordered a coffee and lots of other people were just having coffee so far. Um, and also just to note, I arrived a good 15, 20 minutes later. Yeah. And it wasn't packed. No. Throughout half our whole experience it wasn't packed at all and the table where we wanted to sit initially under the skylight ceiling um was technically like empty yeah, like, yeah. The, no one sat there throughout so there was like our three, time there. there was probably about uh six to eight seats mm. and only three people like there was only three groups of people so there was still probably another three or four yes tables there and Obviously, we went. I went in and said, "Oh, where is it? You know, where do you want me to sit?" Mm. But then, if we request to move and it's free, I just kind of thought, no, I, I think, "Yeah, I just found it a bit like, yeah, it was as if we were not the same as any other customer." Yeah. Whereas at that point, and we there were paid, other customers with laptops. Yeah. We weren't for Amco because we would have seen it because they would have been locked in mm-hmm. on the dashboard. So they were just working. They just had a coffee there. And just a laptop, and they were able to sit under the skylight. Maybe we were just too polite. Yeah, and I suppose she did say in the end that we could go and sit at the back table, the small one, mm. um, which was a small round table. But, but if if you think about that, there are two girls with notebooks and laptops and your coffee. One small round table will not do. No. Um, and then they they asked how many of you are there, and we just said, that, oh, it's just two of us. They said, well, then you just have to share a. A, a single table with two two seats and I just didn't understand why like it, we booked it separately so 
if we would wouldn't have known each other, we would have to sit in two separate tables. Yeah, so like it would have taken up just as much space as if we sit in, in one table. Um, but then, just to be fair, so this was one waitress. Yeah, and when I got there and I spotted the other waitress. And I asked her, and she was very accommodating. She was showing us, she said, oh, there are plug points here. Or when we wanted to see under the skylight, and she said, we can go to the um, the round table. table. Yeah. She was like, oh, but we just bear in mind there are no plug points there. So she was... It was, well, both of them, because I think she was meaning very well to be nice. But the first one was the one that said, no, we couldn't move there. Mm. But that we could sit on the table next to us, which was made for four people. Yes. So that we had more space. And then when the other one came over, I think, and this time you asked... She said, okay, we could only move to the small table by the skylight, but that we couldn't sit on this four table. So then I said, oh, can we not stay here? And she said, oh, no, you need to sit on that one next to it. Where it was too- and by that point, I just got a bit fed up because I was like, we've been, it was, it was a bit awkward, to yeah, be honest, because there were other people all sitting there having a normal day, and it was just us that were being told to and, move And travelled all the way to, to Chelsea. Yeah. To feel, and, and you know. But I just and, felt and, out of place. Yeah, and no one Chelsea and... and, and south kensington and, and all there it's just very you know, the white pavements the the calm driver it's a it's a very different london yeah and then we just felt that they were a bit pushy with us so i don't know yeah and i think maybe in hindsight we should have just gone in and been like can we sit there mm. and then just and because we went in very like oh hi we're from ankover i think we could have just gone in got a normal table they didn't even need to know that we we're from ankover and if anything we pay technically a membership mm. fee to anko so if anything that we're paying more than just for our coffee like everyone else we're paying and to have the membership yeah. so if anything that makes us more than like rather than less than so so we should have got more from it yeah rather than less i think um but yeah i do think maybe i should have gone in there and just been a bit more assertive i don't know if that was it and i don't think they were sure they weren't trying to be rude I think especially after it been a little bit of a fuss about where to sit, they got the picture that, and they were much mm. more nice to us and just let us sit there. Yeah. But, but, but I think it just could have been better communicated. Mm. And also they, they just kind of just let us sit there. I didn't feel any kind of customer service. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I the did. nicer one, she kept, yeah. she, she kept coming over and being like, oh, should I take that coffee so you've got more space? And trying to like, I think she mm. was trying to make out like, just so you've got more space, not trying to rush you. I almost got that vibe from her. Okay, yeah. But I mean, by yeah. that, I shut down completely. Yeah. I just wasn't engaging with the place, if I'm completely honest. To be honest, I felt that. I, you know how I got frustrated mm. and it wasn't with you, but it was more the, face, the fact of like, I almost feel embarrassed now that there's been this big scene. Yeah. As if we're clearly like here on some discount or something. Mm. So I was a bit fed up as well. Um, but the place was nice. Like, yeah. it was a nice place to work. It was quiet it was calm it was like aesthetically it was pleasing. beautiful they hadn't like they had the plug points and everything but it's just we had this experience we had this bad experience because i think that could have easily been avoided and probably we can pass this on just if they had more of a briefing and if the manager there had made sure that all the staff knows there might be people from this place especially when we had made a booking yeah so they should get a notification and just been told okay let them sit in these tables or have a strict rule or not but not yeah. like different people saying different things yes and then it would have been absolutely fine I think it was more just they weren't coming from a rude place either but they clearly had no idea what Anko yeah. was they, they, they were a little bit and they were just unsure and, and, and they just, just trying to make a decision on the spot and mm. and then that's why they came up with different things yeah um 
but also obviously if you know farm girl then you know that the, the menu was really nice we didn't eat there we just had coffees mm. um which they have a variety yeah you're being coffee heaven you've got so, so much choice it, it's it's on the on a more pricier range but um but really really nice uh, menu and as i said really beautiful atmosphere um the location is being in um south kensington chelsea it's it's kind of a walk from if you're coming from a tube yeah so you get off either south kensington or um gloucester gloucester road gloucester road yeah then it's a 15 minutes walk from either where you you walked from south kensington i I walk from gloucester road okay um easy walk not it's It's, a nice it's it's a nice area i think if you're local Probably mm. you could easily make that your or, or you place. Can, yeah, or you can just get a bus there. I think it was the when I was looking at the map, I said the, the bus fourteen or something. Yeah, because um, again, it was a much more calm like place that I do like places like that where, as opposed to the detox kitchen where there was a lot of hustle and mm. bustle, I felt like you could we could sit there. Yeah, not that many people coming in and out. Whoever calm. came in, everyone was respect. Everyone's very towards, chill. Yeah. So everyone, loads of dogs. Lots of dogs. Sausage dog. A sausage dog. Anyone who wants to get me a sausage dog for my birthday, it's in this month. So. It is tomorrow, which will be your last week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um um I'm in need of a sausage dog. Me too. I need the sausage dog more. <laughs> I needed someone to cuddle at night. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so so it it was our experience but it has nothing to do with the place and with the venue yeah I think it could be easily fixed just with a little little bit of um had they had more pre-warning of the specific people on shift maybe they're very new on the on the end curve as yeah. well because they, they are yeah, they're new they knew. so it's not even a maybe it's definite they knew so they might haven't had that many experiences yeah with them they just need a new uh, they just need a little bit of briefing mm. um but also the menu. I know we spoke about coffee, but it's really like for I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, but for a health conscious person, they had like a lot of options. So they yeah. had they had um things like, you know, eggs, egg based things, uh, so high protein breakfast. They had also things like your smoothie bowls and things which are all full of fruit and veggie and, and no like uh, refined sugar stuff. Yeah. Um but then they also had like if you if you are some if you do have dietary requirements like vegan or something. I think they had their own uh, fake bacon and really yeah like a oh, coconut nice. bacon. I didn't go that deep with the menu. So I had been, I have been to Farm Girl once before, but I can't remember what I had. I think maybe just had coffee. Um, but they they have loads of choice. Yeah. So yeah, I would it would be nice to go and just have lunch like we said afterwards in the middle of the day and then continue and yeah and, and and it's a really really beautiful venue mm. really nice colors it's, it's colorful but not too busy the bit at the Cause... back is yeah. so beautiful where we couldn't sit <laughs> where it's like green sofas but like there was a, there was a skylight above it so the light flows through and then there's loads of like uh nice green, flowers yeah and green greenery in the back it's just the kind of place that's very tranquil so I felt like just looking at it made me feel like oh, I could focus so well. Is it over there. is it 60s or 70s kind of vibe? I don't. I couldn't. I yeah, I, I don't so. know which one though. There's, there's a little bit mod, yeah. mod vibes. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really really nice. One of one of my favorite venues, look wise. Yeah, aesthetics wise, probably my mm. fave. Yeah. Um. So, really what? Nice how much aesthetics. would you give to the place? 
it's such a difficult one because mm. to be honest that really got on my nerves yeah um but everything aside from that was very yeah. good so if, if that wouldn't because that just made me want to like just get out yeah me too but but if that wouldn't have happened so say we were to go back and now they know and they welcome us and we just sit down and, and, and I have no a fat. feeling that they were quite regretful about it as well yeah and that they were like when we left both said thank you very much and like when we mm. were paying she was overly nice yeah so I do feel like they had a word with each other and explained what was going on and then were like oh yeah and felt bad so I don't know what do you think yeah so if, if you just think about that you go in and go all goes smoothly you sit down and you do your work there, and I could easily stay there all day almost if I have a lunch break in between. Um, and it all, just back sorry, quickly to the um, welcoming time, I think it's Monday and Tuesday from 9 to 5, or 8 to 5 even. No, oh, I thought it was 8 to 6 every day, no? Um, but then, then I had a look, and it, it wasn't all day. Oh. Um, can you get your app quickly? I can, yes. Um, I think from Wednesday till friday it's maybe from 3 p.m or something oh so they yeah. must do something in the evening do you think no i mean from 3 p.m so oh so, so no mornings no mornings oh yeah so yeah so, so every so monday tuesday eight till six wednesday thursday friday friday three till six hmm it's interesting isn't it well that's not so we wouldn't be able to go on a wednesday thursday friday then no because it's a three-hour slot in the afternoon, and you have to kind of be local to so maybe more to make people it worth brunch to worth your while. You have to be local, so I think that the Wednesday till Friday times, it's more for people who who are yeah. local. Yeah. Or if you have a meeting, and it, it is an amazing time. If you need to go for a meeting, this is your place. Oh yeah, it is. It there was it? someone having a meeting there. <laughs> I think she deserves a shout out because she knows how to uh, be heard. But yeah, talking about, obviously it's a very nice area, isn't it? Mm. But there was some sort of business meeting going on about a safari. Yeah, so these two ladies are organising safari um, holiday for a group of people. And I don't even know how did it is. They said 15 grand per night. 25. Or 25. 25 right? grand, yeah. And then, but you can use the helicopter and the boat. And we're like, oh, we and are br- not in yeah. South London anymore. Like, did you say 25 pounds? Sorry, <laughs> that's, that's a bit out of our budget. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Yeah. It was just the way that she had a very loud voice. And I was like, I don't know if your voice is just naturally loud or do you want everyone to know who you are? <laughs> I don't know. But it was a girl can dream, can't they? But yeah, so, um, 100% for a meeting. So if you're around, if you in Chelsea and you, you want to have a nice atmosphere, good coffee and, and food on your meeting, then I would suggest this. If a yes. woman who's selling something for 25 grand a night <laughs> takes a client there to impress them, you know it's a good place. <laughs> exactly. If it can impress someone who would pay 25 grand a night, it can impress us. Yeah. <laughs> so but what's the rating, number? I'm going to say... 3.5 mm. uh oh I think yeah I want to or maybe say three maybe three mm. and if I if I took away the experience that we had with the seating I'd probably give it four but that was a big that's a big part of me going anywhere is I just want to have a smooth experience yeah the whole point of being a freelancer is I don't want to deal with any one else's drama so mm. A big thing about me going somewhere is I like to just go on my own terms, sit where I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why for me, I take it down a whole number. 
yeah. just for that. But venue-wise, beautiful, lovely, convenient uh, in terms of so, yeah, plants I'll, and everything. I think I would go as far as I think it could be a five-star place or five rating five because it, it has everything. If you think it has every, if if those if the communication between the waitresses would be would have been nice and smooth, it has everything. You can go there to work, you can go there for meeting. But I would get so soon because I think Sophie's is more a place that has everything because it's bigger. There's so much choice of where you want to sit in terms of like, do you want to sit by the window like a restaurant? Do you want to sit in like a loungy mm. place? So I think this is a beautiful, beautiful venue, but I don't think it has everything in the sense of like it's not like such a, yeah. a place where you no, can literally right. have so many different uh, styles but still, still I think it would go for Hi. it would go for 4.5 so let's go for 3.5 and if you take a whole okay down. so we take one off for our experience yeah but we still give it a 3.5 so it would be a 3.5 brackets 4.5 if yeah if the so maybe so at some point it'll be interesting for us to go back mm. we, have Although... do, we, have, we should do an episode where we go back to Sophie's you have to go back to certain places when we had for some reason not the best experience yeah, yeah. and then re- re- revisit that and just put it in one episode yeah oh mm. that's a good idea yeah, yeah it'd be like on chooses we co-work on tour <laughs> that's a bit of a long name but yeah all right then so um go give it a go because it's just a, a really beautiful venue and so um, many coffee choices yeah really nice um menu um, and just, just well, maybe, maybe go there with the mindset of I'm gonna go and sit down, no questions asked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, request it nicely but firmly, and you should be fine. Yeah. All right then. Topic. Yes. So today we're going to talk about discuss. I think we can go on a lot. We've probably both got different. Um, what's the word? Like insights or experiences where we've done this. Yeah. But. I wrote a blog post about it once and I think you're the perfect person who probably you are just definitely the right person to discuss this mm. with um and that is the importance of asking for things yeah and you are like that the reason I say this is because <laughs> it was yesterday you did it as well but I can't remember how but when we are somewhere like you know if you're in the shop when you're a kid and you go to the supermarket and you want to know where something is, but you don't ask. And then you've always got that one friend that just goes up to the employee and asks them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Bernadette. Like, when I said, oh, I don't think we can be, we can move because they sort of made out to me. They want me to sit here. And you're just like, excuse me, can we sit there? And it's like, <laughs> Bernadette is not afraid to ask. And I'm not afraid, but I'm more afraid than her. So <laughs> I, I take that as inspiration every time you do it to just be more like, just ask for what you want. Yeah. But when it comes to business and personal life, but business especially – you just have to if you don't ask you you miss all what's that thing you miss all of the opportunities that you don't ask for yeah and I think that's a big thing that we've probably learned in the last few months yeah and, and also what because what I I had issues previously when I was worried about asking and or confronting or anything that when I'm raising a question or an idea and it can go either way mm-hmm. that I was worried that I was going to be let down and and that that it's not going to be accepted and I'm I kind of acknowledged it as a failure yeah if it it, it wasn't a tech then I felt that I failed Mm. and it wasn't good my idea wasn't good my question wasn't good I wasn't enough I'm not enough to fulfill that 
question if that makes sense if you ask for a price or if I want to do this project with you and someone refuses it that oh I didn't want to work with me and I took it very personally yeah and I realized that it's a two-way street so if that person the other side or the other situation the company whatever let refuses it or don't agree with it or don't, don't go along with it it doesn't accept your quote even it doesn't necessarily mean that it's just you not good you're just not good for each other yeah so it is um it's, it's more about that they wouldn't have been good for you either yeah if if they if they don't, don't accept your quote then you don't want to work with them either yeah it's, it's just that simple because they don't see the value in what you do as much and so when you work with them you're not gonna have the same values you're not gonna have the same approach to things yeah so I think as well I've built up um like quite a lot more resilience which I know you you're quite good at as well um because like with clients and with yeah. it, and it also with reaching out to brands and stuff it just used to be exactly that like oh oh no they must think if they say no it's not just no because they don't like it but it must be because they think I'm a terrible content creator and they think my content's rubbish yeah. and take it so personally or the client thinks that I'm shit PT <laughs> like whereas now it's just like okay on to the next okay exactly. on to the next like so much more resilient and I think you only build that by doing it don't you like, yeah and, and when it's a confirmation that like I've done it in the past that I raised a question sent out a quote um sent out the know an intention of working with someone and then they got back to me and refused it and then I gave up all my values and then tried to fit it around them oh yeah I've done that too um that and then it's actually happened and we we, we started working together and halfway through already and I realized that oh, it's just not, not working for me I wasn't happy what I was doing is, and yeah. I shouldn't have done that so now if someone refuses or says no to any kind of proposal financially, but anyhow, then I realise that it's a it's just not going to work, and it's fine, and there's no no more to. It's not like I'm difficult. If someone comes up to me, that I would love to work with you. How this is my issue? Can we adjust it? Then I'm happy to. But if someone just comes back to you just for sake yeah. of it or refuses it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, you've been reassuring me of that as well because with sometimes with clients in the past either PT or brand mm. it was it was that thing that if somebody says oh I can't afford this or can we do this instead it would always be oh, okay well especially if they said I can't afford this they're not even asking for you to change price they're just stating a fact they're like okay well maybe we could do this and that and that's just yeah the worst thing you can do really because if you have a product that's the price that it requires you to do that and when it's a service it's no different it still takes yes. that time and stuff but I think it's easy to be like okay I'll just change it and it's like and almost every time what you've said is, is right, because almost every time where I would try and change to fit around that person, I would later realise that we're not a good fit and I would regret it. Yeah. And it would become a lot more hassle every time I've tried to fit someone in by giving them a massive discount or give them any discount or additional extra, anything like that. I've always ended up being like, oh, this, because as soon as this, I think as soon as you set yourself on the back foot and you almost mm. say look I'm gonna comp I'm I'm someone here that's going to that's maybe not strong in my values or not values but in my decisions I think I do think that sometimes maybe subconsciously maybe not mm. purposely but you set yourself the tone of I'm someone that you can kind of 
play around, not oh, play yeah, around, but, but, but mess around. But you can mould. That you can mould to fit what you want rather than letting them know this is how it, yeah. how it works. These are the rules. And this should be like a puzzle that just fits. Yeah. It shouldn't be that you're constantly moulding because then you're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you and you have your own value system. So I think that's what I had issues with um, with asking because yeah. I was afraid of all this and this outcomes and what will happen. But as soon as I realised that it's fine and if, if it's a no, I don't look at it as a tragedy or a failure. It's just like, no, okay. Straight on to the next. You've got to have a, a very, you've got to be very able to bounce back, I think. Mm. And and I don't think it's something, because people used to say that and I used to think, oh, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Because yeah. I used to be much more sensitive than I am now, but I'm completely different now. <laughs> and it's just through and- experience that you build those traits you don't have to be born with them I don't believe that no I think you just learn them and and also what I just kind of started arguing with myself um because then also you have to find the right times when you don't accept no yeah because then that takes you further if you just keep pushing so it's really interesting to what you say and what's right to say no to and accept no from sorry Okay, uh, yeah. Do you know I mean if there's a client and you feel that it's a no, okay, let it go. But maybe if you want to achieve something or, you know, how I'm working towards my business and I want to do this and maybe it's difficult, maybe it feels like a no, but I'm still pushing it through. Yeah. I think so if, if you want to work with, for instance, let's just talk, I want to work with a brand and you, you really believe in it, then you approach them, they say no, and they don't just accept it, oh, it's not for me, okay, bye. But maybe then if you still really believe that it's that, then you take that no you work on getting stronger or take the notes and you see that if that maybe you can ask them why is it I know why yeah, is it not yeah. happening and you you decide then that okay you want to grow towards that or yeah, not definitely. and grow towards and then approach it again I'm glad so, you said that bit about sit and work around it because it's not just the idea of like Brown says no please no please no, <laughs> no I mean, like, like would you mind giving, giving me some notes yeah. what what do you I think? always always ask for feedback, feedback. Uh, if I get a no as well which is um which actually I think helps build the relationship because it shows that you genuinely care about your service mm. and you weren't just looking for the money because if you were you'd just be straight on to the next person and I think and then if it's maybe that's the key the feedback because then if it's just a client and you just ask okay why do you want what do you decide against you know, hiring me as a PT or hiring me as a photographer or any service yeah. to take my product, and you say, "Oh, sorry, I just can't afford it." Then you know that it's nothing to do with you. You can't change that. Yeah, your prices are set because of a reason, and you might be able to give them deals seasonally and give them extra classes here and there or offers. But your prices are your prices, and that you have to kind of let it go. Yeah, and that's not your responsibility to change it. However, when the feedback is something that you think that oh, maybe actually. This is something I should work on and you want to work on it and you feel that this is something you need to improve within your business industry or yourself, then you take that and you you grow f- from it. So, Yeah, and I think another side of, mm. of this topic, because we've kind of discussed the one about yeah. maybe fear or... Um, so why, why we don't ask as yeah. much, but, it, but we should. And also like about insecurity in ourselves in terms of, no meaning we're not good enough I think there's another side of it which is what will people think of me will they think I'm cheeky I think that's a big part of that's a Mm. big part for me um now I've definitely overcome the part about not being good enough whereas that was a big thing in the early days 
but the more I, older I get, but also the more I've been doing it, the more I'm like, no, what I offer is good. But it's more, oh, well, they think that I'm a very cheeky person or that I'm being... Mm. And that the classic example of that was when I reached out to you yeah. and I reached out to multiple uh, photographers, photographers to arrange like a collaboration yeah. with, with something that, you know, I do and something that you do working together. And I didn't, I thought it was a great idea. I thought there's <laughs> going to be somebody like you who would think this is great and I would love to work with you um because you would want what I have yeah exactly and obviously I found you like I found the <laughs> one in a million and it turned into so much more than what I intended it to be so I'm so glad that I did it but it there was actually people who took it a bit offensively me asking if they would want my service and they were almost as in like offended yeah, yeah basically that I would ask but but if, if a person feels offended by what this you thought it was a genuinely good and beneficial deal for both parties and that's your value system and Mm -hmm. this is how you think and if the other person thinks that it's offensive then you guys don't get along because she's got a a completely different value system yeah however I think the same way as you and that's why we get friends because when you showed that proposal to me oh yeah this is an amazing business idea because the reason Let's do this. yeah and the reason that our friendship has grown to be such good friends but mm. also to treat each other like business partners or even consultants sometimes yeah. where you consult for me on my <laughs> business and I for yeah. you is because we have the same um values which is skill and learning over necessarily just money mm. and so we both took an opportunity of like oh we can gain something here not just money but we can gain skills or we yes, can learn something yeah. new um, we get an experience, which we get knowledge. I think we both value that. And so, and at the time, it bothered me actually a mm. lot. This was a, over a year, well, this was a, almost a year ago. So, again, I wasn't as comfortable with myself. And so I let it really bother me. But now I just kind of think, okay, that's okay. We're not supposed to be like friends with everyone. Like, yeah, the type of friendship we have, you don't have that with everyone. You can't have like a thousand best mm. friends. And so it's fine. And I think yeah, you just have not... to, you have to first get comfortable with yourself to be okay with asking because when yeah. you hear a no, we take, most people take it personally, don't they? But if you, if you are confident enough in what you are and what you offer. And and I think. You won't do that. That's hundred percent with, with you, what you offer. And also what's, what's the goal for that question. So if, if you asking, you have to have a reason behind it and a value behind it. And if you truly support that value, it's not going to be a problem to ask. And you think that, oh, it's a genuine thing. And if anyone who turns it down, they just, not for you. And it's not a problem, but it's just yeah. not for you. For me, the f- the first time, I used to be a person who, if they give me the wrong change in the shop, I was like, okay, bye. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, really yeah no now I'm like excuse me <laughs> I'm my mother <laughs> um and and you know like I'm I'm the one who goes back and, and talks to customer service and yeah I'm just whoever if if I'm lost if my phone is I'm I don't I'm not afraid to speak to anyone on the streets or anywhere or I'm fine in an event I'm, I'm good with questions and just go out there and see and if I don't get along with them oh well I turn around and We'll see, but, but more I f- speak and talk and ask, the more I learn from where I fit in. Yeah. Um, 
but when I initially learned this skill it was when I moved here because for me I believed that I want to live here and I want to learn this language because that's the least I can do Mm -hmm. um if if all people here accepting me and and opening their borders to you know, do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's how I felt there. Yeah, I was accepted enough. in the city. So the least yeah. you can do is learn the language. So, but in order to do that, I need to ask, what's this? What's that? How do you do this? Or oh, sorry, where can I go here and there? And and why why is this way? Why is that that way? Yeah. And I started chatting to people in the bus stops and and all of these things because I knew that this was the way to achieve that I guess for you you got comfortable with it because it came out of necessity Mm. because you move to a new country you have to ask to be able to know how things work here and that's why you're so good at it now yeah because since then I realized that that if you and and I think I really believe that um I've never had a bad experience if you approach someone with respect and and genuine questions and and feelings and even if me put a smile on top of it it's gonna be fine yeah I've never had a bad experience I mean I would counter that just a little bit because I think um I I would say you you can you probably Mm. will if you put yourself out (laughs) enough you will have bad experiences and probably I had but they just just over to yeah you don't let them affect you yeah maybe especially in person it's easier but if we're talking about maybe business and reaching out to people Mm. with emails and phone calls Sometimes you will just have people, I remember when I used to work in buying and people would ring up and I was the one who was the assistant who would be like, sorry, no, the man, the manager is not free. They don't want to talk to you. Sorry, we saw your proposal. It's not right for you. Like, and oh, be wow. just like no, yeah. no, because when you're there, you don't care. And now I've come from the other side where I'm the freelancer. I'm the one who just wants their time and they realize it, but they don't, they don't they have don't. the time. And so sometimes you will, but it's not personal. Mm. It's not personal. It was just a case of we're dealing with all this that's the last of our concerns so sometimes you might have a, someone who doesn't respond and take the time to be nice and to be appreciative and to mm. recognize that you're coming from a, a place of value and that you're trying to help them I had that when I was trying to arrange yeah. my event and I was asking some help from certain brands um to collaborate and like the plant thing. yeah but it doesn't matter because I know you just they... that Huh? I loved how you just whispered that. Oh, and plants, plants about plants. I wanted some plants. <laughs> um, and they just kind of were a bit almost, again, like almost maybe offended by what mm. I asked them. But I genuinely thought it would be helpful for them. But that's fine. It's just, yeah. it's like, yeah, again, it's not. I, th- I think I think every time you ask, just have to go out there and boldly ask. Yeah. And you have to be stand strongly behind whatever you're asking. Um. And then if it's the outcome is not what you hoped for, all you have to do is just have a quick check of the feedback or, or yeah. reasoning and see if it's something that you need to change and, and grow or just um, it's just not for you. Yeah, I've just thought of another key point here is that with asking, a very thing, key thing that we've brushed over or maybe mm. missed is that you can't just ask like, oh, can I yeah can you send me some clothes or can you um post about me on your website or yeah you have to ask if you can serve them and obviously you you benefit from that as well but you have to ask you have to show them the value can I offer you this service and then in return 
you can give me this or mm. uh you know you have to find your way of showing them how you're gonna serve them and not just asking for what you want but asking to help them and then what you want is obviously tied into that yeah that so you have to be really clear about the value yeah. you're giving them in return exactly because I think the title the importance of asking uh would sound more like just ask what you want which we are saying but I think there's a key way to do that which is always what they benefit from first ask if you can help them Mm. even if you want to benefit which we of course we all do but it should first be ask if you can help them so think about that first and make sure that there is something they can you have a strong point yeah yeah and that from doing that for them you would benefit as well I think it's better to think of it in that way Mm. um because otherwise if you just if you're just going to somebody asking them them to help you your rejection rate is going to be higher, isn't it? Because yeah, it's it's, it's never just a boldly. Even if we if we um and we started talking about our rate and asking, for instance, financial uh, trade like money involved. Yeah. Then you are clearly stating a long list of of values you're giving them, mm-hmm. and you have to stand by it. So that's that's what you offer them, and then they pay. Or when there is a a business arrangement collaboration then this is a service I'm giving you that's the service or product you're giving me and these yeah. kind of return but it always have to be a both side when yeah. it comes to business that's it's very rare that would you just give me like yeah and it's something I've thought about more with you maybe you're the same but with my admin emails for personal training mm. and for brands it always used to be uh great yeah glad that we're, we're going to work together please can you transfer this amount yeah. of money and then like uh then I'd say maybe something like wh- which session times do you want to speak mm. whereas now it's always like here's the feedback based on what we what I saw from you in your assessment here's the times that um what times do you want mm. uh here's this here's what I think we should work on can you do this so that I can help you with this da 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 everything yeah that helps them and then last you are. please transfer me money yeah so you you're offering everything first and you're asking mm. last and they're still asking I think it's just a little it seems obvious now but it really wasn't obvious to me even six months ago so for those of you that maybe it isn't obvious to it's just a simple reordering yeah yeah it's not it's not really changing because I think most of the time we 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 always are we do know to offer something of value but we just don't always realize that that's the most important thing and that the asking yeah. comes comes second no no I agree I was just just kind of summarizing the the whole what we've been talking about because we said that how important it is to ask and and we talked about that we might be afraid to ask it's because of either fit the the fear of being cheeky and too out there and and yeah. wanting too much and also the, the the insecurities and and the fear of failing yeah and then the result and the yeah and the rejection and then how we talked about the asking as a in a personal life why I said like how you just ask you know how I asked about the table and all yeah. of these things but that you should just do it genuine if, if whatever you're asking for there is you know that is genuine and and coming from a, a right place and not being it can be cheeky because you want to aim more and you want to and you should aim a little bit more a little bit more and if you don't ask you will never know mm-hmm. and I think it's the approach how you ask and then when it comes to approach that's where you can see and apply in business 
yeah. how you approach it. Your approach has to be coming from a serving place. And I think that's and then and on that point of the serving, mm. it's it's thinking outside the box and being resourceful because sometimes I can imagine you might be thinking, well, I need this, you know, you need the money, you need a job or something, and we always think of it as, well, what do I offer them? I can't. If we need something that maybe you can't pay for or something like that, yeah. you, you think, oh, well, I, I have to ask. But there's always something that you can give o- yeah. offer, offer. But you just it's not always as simple as, I'm a personal trainer and this is what I can give you. Sometimes it's like, what think about everything you have that you might not even value as something mm. important. So, like, for example, maybe I could teach somebody to record a podcast yeah I mean it's not it's not my job but maybe if I needed something from someone I could be like oh you know I could show you how to do this you know something and and also I was thinking that like even or just don't be afraid to ask to ask to ask them that do you need anything yeah and this is what I'm doing these this is my skill set please do let me know how I can help you yeah yeah that's a big one definitely if you sometimes I think you meet people who you like we were talking about mentors and stuff Mm. somebody who might be useful to you because you don't have something specific to ask of them yeah but even asking them if you can help is opening up the the possibility possibility that you you, they might have something that you can help with and then that in future means you have this relationship with the back Mm. and forth where you can can mutually benefit yeah I I think it's just the importance of put yourself out of your comfort zone and if it's something out there then don't be scared to reach for it yeah. and ask for it that you can't play if you want to grow bigger then you can't play it safe and you have to just and don't wait for the perfect time or the mm. right time like I used to think oh well I'll wait until I've got x amount of followers or I'll wait until um I've got this qualification or that qualification extra but you need to just, you just ask never know and, yeah. and if they say no that's fine you take it and you, you and then you think about the next step but yeah. first don't and don't un- undercut yourself that when you put when you you have the initial question or desire towards anything um any kind of deal you want to make and any kind of um then a figures would like to achieve or request from a client all sort of areas then you have that question you have that initial desire and then you surely look at it mm, maybe it's not good enough so I already you already undercut yourself no you put out the question if you believe that this is what you need and this is the value you have yeah then you put it out there wait for the feedback and then see yeah no second guess yeah we do that we used to do that a lot anyway yeah it's like before we even ask for said price or something like that think oh maybe that's too much let, let me ask yeah. for less and 90% of the time probably they would have gone for that and we just shot mm. ourselves in the foot so 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 just to to go out there and make sure you have the values make sure you have the serve serving and the service point of view but you just go out there and ask create the opportunities for yourself mm. and don't expect them to come so yeah that's why I asked that's, yeah. yeah that's that's the question I think that's that's a nice end point as well. that is yeah yeah so um so let's wrap it up there yeah all I can say is just ask away and and if it's if it doesn't turn out the way 
you hoped, it's not a failure. It's just... If anything, it's going to equip you with what you need to get the next thing. Ju- yes, just just t- take away the lessons you've learned from it. Yeah. And and how you can... Sometimes the lesson is that, okay, this person, I just have to let it go. Mm-hmm. And that's the lesson to learn how to let go things easily. Or the lesson is how to grow and get better to next time be able to, say, a, get a positive... Uh, yeah if you if you don't ask anyone then you have no feedback on Mm. what you need to do yeah so even if they say no you've learned then what type of person you should be approaching and what type of person you shouldn't be yeah even if you if you think about this podcast as well this is a a form of asking we when we launched it we asked what's going to be the response if it's good enough if it's not good enough Uh, but we just put it up there and we're just taking from feedbacks and growing and growing and that's kind of a understand it's 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 not like a direct question but anything you put out there it has kind of a I know I've started a new topic but even even if you post a photo on Instagram that's kind of a question is it good enough and you feel the likes and there's other responses but until you do it you're never gonna know how it performs yeah or how you perform so any question just think about that it's not too big it's just just put it out there to, to, to get the response yeah all right all righty another episode finished we just keep running out of time don't we yeah we are okay so see you guys so yeah challenge yourself try and ask something before next week just something that you wouldn't yeah just maybe you were second guessing but now just do it and then let us know if anything comes through from it Mm. let us know we would love to know that all right right. see you next week bye A big thank you to Anco for sponsoring this episode. We have loved going around all of their locations and I think they are releasing more and more every week. So if you would like to get involved and you'd like to start co-working with Anco, you can use the code LILAANCO, which I'll put in the show notes, and that gets you 50% off. So you're only paying £10 a month for access to all of their co-working spaces. Hopefully see you there. Until next time, goodbye. (laughs) 